Today's episode of Podcastration is brought to you in part by... <coughs> mm, it's nice. No, we're recording. What? Oh. Don't waste time and money purchasing inferior weed from strangers who grew who knows what. Not only are you going to spend more money on inferior bud, but it's also against the law. Instead, just stroll on over to Pottsburg Dispensary, the number one place in Pittsburgh to get grade A dope. Here at Pottsburg, we have every kind of bud you could ever dream of. So, if you want to toke on Blonde Beauty, we got it. Or Snoop Dogg Special, we got that too. We even have Harry Nightmare for hardcore potheads like me. <laughs> All at reasonable prices with touch knob service and it's 100% legal. So if you want the bud at the best price, always, always, uh, oh yeah, always remember Pottsburg Dispensary, cause it's high time you had a high time. Must be 21 years or older to enter. Hi, I'm Prance Lake Warmer. Is your local volunteer fire department struggling to find a good bingo caller? Look no further. I'm Prance Leg Warmer, and I am an expert in bingo calling. B five I seven six five four three two one. Me now. You call me five six seven. Grab a beer, sit down, and stick around. In one, two, three, four. <laughs> Thousand one, thousand two. Lift some weights there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have heard me counting, but I did over a thousand. Thousand. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, of course, Ron Burgundy. But yeah, uh, we're, we're back. <clears throat> you got uh, you got the two-time AWF champion again. Two-time AWF champion. Another another treat for you guys. Yeah, in that mythical wrestling federation that um, was yet to be even on YouTube. So, yeah, we were a bit before YouTube days. Uh, probably for the best. We're old. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, I got a joke for you. All right, I'm ready. It's kind of a longer one. That's what she said. I was gonna say it. Yeah. So a guy walks into a fancy restaurant and he goes up to the bar. Then he asks the bartender, How much for a beer? The bartender says a dollar. The guy is completely amazed at the price and immediately orders a beer. He then asks the bartender, Well then, just out of curiosity, how <sighs> much Nice. How much for a New York sirloin? With a side of mashed potatoes and a salad and an entire cheesecake for dessert. And the bartender says, three bucks. <laughs> of course, the guy is stunned, because that's a fucking great price. He orders everything, and after he's done eating his meal, he says, <laughs> No, he says, wow, this food is amazing, especially at these prices. I really wish I could meet the owner of this place. And the bartender says, oh, well, he's upstairs in his office with my wife. And the guy looks at the bartender confused and says, what is the owner doing upstairs to your wife? The bartender says the same thing I'm doing to his business. <laughs> okay. 
I honestly didn't even like read the finish no. punchline to that one. Uh, I'll give you another one here. Screw it, because why not? We'll tell a bunch yeah, of jokes. Yeah, let's start it off with that. Yeah. A couple of bad jokes. Why yeah. not? Okay. Bad podcast, bad jokes. You know how it goes. <laughs> exactly. Um, a, a guy goes to pick up his date for the evening. She's not ready yet, of course, because they never are. <laughs> so he has to sit in the living room with her parents. The poor guy has a bad case of gas and really needs to relieve some pressure. <laughs> Luckily, the family dog jumps up on a couch next to him. He decides that he can let a little fart out, and if anyone notices, they will think that the dog did it. He farts, and a woman yells, Spot, get down from there. The guy thinks, yes, they think the dog did it. He releases another fart, and a woman again yells for the dog to get down. This goes on for a couple more farts, until finally the woman says, Damn it, Spot, get down before he shits on you. <laughs> That's all the joke was. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? An Islamic terrorist decided to leave the battlefield and return to his ancestors' traditional way of life, herding goats. <laughs> he got himself a small herd of goats in the mountains of Afghanistan, but he didn't know what he was doing. An old man led his herd of goats down a trail by the young man's herd and advised him, If you tie a bell around your lead goat, you'll always know where he is. The young man tried it, and it worked. Day after day, the old man would give the young man advice. The young man liked his new lifestyle, but he was lonely. He decided to ask the old man for advice on this, too. Don't you ever get lonely? The young man asked the old man. Of course, the old man nodded. We all do. Here's what to do. Take one of your goats and tie her to a tree, then have your way with her. Cord. Really? Asked the young terrorist dubiously. Yes, said the old man. After a few more lonely days, the young terrorist couldn't resist. He tied one of his goats to a tree, stood behind her, and began to have his way with her. Just then, the old man and several other goat herders came down the trail and saw the young man and his goat. They all started laughing hysterically and slapping their thighs. You said everyone did it with their goats, the young man complained. Yeah, but not the ugly ones. The old man laughed. <laughs> These are so bad. <laughs> that one, it was in the morning. I was in the shitter, and it caught me off guard. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to read that one. That's what I read mine on. The old, uh, the old thinking chair. Mm -hmm. The stinking chair yep. becomes the thinking chair. Take a and if, if, uh, for those of you counting at home, I think we're up to four burps already. So, um, yeah, this beer is uh, it's, it's burpy. Yeah, it's a, it's a burpy beer. So, I think it's a new podcast drinking game. Every time we burp, you drink. Most burps. I just well, I just even, did a little even burp. Even if you're Dave Jones and you listen to this on the way to work in the morning, you better have a beer with you. Yeah, stop and get a beer, you fucking jabroni, or I'll put dog poop in your mailbox. <laughs> it's better than bills. <laughs> go ahead and uh, fire us off with one more joke. One here. more joke. All right, we'll just go joke happy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with this short one. <laughs> oh god! All right. A guy walks into a diner and sees a sign hanging over the bar that reads, Cheeseburger, $9.50, Chicken Sandwich, $10.50, Handjob, $50. He walks up to the bar and beckons to one of the three exceptionally attractive blondes serving drinks. Can I help you, she asks. I was wondering, whispers the man, are you the ones who give the handjobs? Yes, she purrs, I am. The man replies, well, wash your hands. I want a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's lame. 
That's a terrible joke. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what's going on in uh in, in your world these days? Uh, not much, man. I've been I've been swamped at work, so I've been like seventy hours last few weeks. So <laughs> I've been uh, I haven't been. I've been, well, I've been kind of busy at work, but I've been forty hours, and then just I've been so lazy. That's what I like when people ask, like, "What's new?" and I'm like, "Nothing." Same damn thing the last 12 times That's, you've asked. Yep. You know, it's, uh, I was so lazy before COVID, but now this is just such an excuse to like just give up on life and just vegetate and eat like shit. It's, I guess it's awesome if you're lazy, but ooh, it's a little... So you're living like Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking, too. I love that uh, you know, health-conscious people or like hippies or whatever, the vegetarians... Yeah, they eat vegetables to be healthy and or because they don't want to kill animals. And I think it's funny because, you know, the irony is I am vegetating. I'm, you know, I'm literally just <laughs> laying around, eating processed meat, being a couch barnacle. And by doing that, it's like I'm actually more of a vegetable than you are. <laughs> so suck on that turd, you fucking hippies. <laughs> but if you hear... Uh, you can hear me eating. Just Tostitos. Yeah. yeah. The, the main attraction is the salsa. Keep wanting to, I always want to say Doritos. I don't know yeah, Doritos. Yeah. Uh, he, bought, he bought salsa, and I was excited because I'm a salsa guy, but he also, it's black bean and corn, and I'm just not a fan of corn and stuff. I like corn on the cob with butter and salt. Yeah, neat. And I'll eat, like, a side of corn, but that's really it. I don't, yeah, I don't, I like, corn, a, I don't like corn and stuff. I don't, I'm not a salsa guy either. It's just something at Walmart. This was some... Um, Fancy version of it that I just I had to know. I, I just get, had to I, I taste it. Salsa, so I bought a whole jar just like, to dip in. If one you go bite. to Walmart and go to the like Hispanic foods aisle, um, that's actually a, that was a white week burp. That's five, yeah, um, six. There's um, there's like different salsas like Taco Bell salsa, which whatever. But there's all these other different kinds over there. It's not your. Yeah, the, the aisle with the chips has, like, your Tostitos. Yeah, that's what I got. And then it has your, like, off-brand Tostitos, <clears throat> which is actually, I think, better than a regular Tostitos salsa. But. Yeah, that's what I got this from. It was, like, the different weird aisle, and I just saw it. It just was, they, you know, the, the jar made it look appetizing, and I just had to know. So I paid for it. Do you it remember the time? Have one I, little taste. When I had the trailer in, in uh, Sarver, and it was, like, you, me, and Patty. There's four or five of us. And like we had the munchies, it was like two thirty in the morning, and I was like, "All I have is this homemade jar of salsa my mom made me," and like, you know, it's homemade salsa. My mom's all about vegetables, and nobody really wanted it, but I dumped it out, and like I can remember Patty like did like a haymaker into it, and like we we killed that jar of salsa. <laughs> Just crushed it. <laughs> yeah, nobody liked it, but. Yeah, when, you, when you're when you're drunk and someone presents you with you, food, yeah, and you got the beer munchies, it doesn't that's matter. That's when I, I should like buy a bunch of vegetables. I, I maybe I would eat it when I'm really drunk. Maybe I'd like you know what I like raw carrots. I tried, no, nah, yeah, you tried I, it, yeah. yeah I'm, I just do. Whenever you cover a carrot with like you know half a cup of, of ranch, I'll eat it. Uh, <laughs> carrots are my nemesis. No? one. I think they look gross. I was. They're just, they're just, everything about them is just awful. I was laughing they're at fucking Jesse. Root. Jesse today at uh, Walmart because um, she'll eat raw carrots, and I was going to get one of those roasts, like the slow cooker roast, for um, for dinner tomorrow. You know, throw it in the, in the slow cooker in the morning, 
Five hours later, you got dinner. Yeah, she was that's like, my kind of cooking. She's like, oh, I don't like cooked carrots or cooked celery. I'm like, you eat raw carrots. <laughs> she a goat? She said it was a texture thing. Yeah. Apparently, she wants something that's hard. That's a lot in her of my things. Apparently, she wants something hard in her mouth. <laughs> it's a, didn't, hold on, drum roll. Didn't, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was seeing if she was looking. I'm sure yeah. she heard. She's an earshot of <laughs> all of these topics. Remember, um, remember dead baby jokes? Get back to jokes. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I I think that might be. Uh, but, but before you move on, and I hope I don't steal your thunder. Did you see the Facebook meme about a dead baby? Uh, no, not that I. I'm pretty sure Totoff or Refuge put it up. But um, <laughs> somebody had a tray of cookies like in a dashboard of a car, and you, it was like a sunny day, so portrayed it was really hot. What do you mean you know? in a dash? Like like you on your dashboard on okay. a cookie sheet. You okay. Know, Saying it, it's like hot enough to cook to bake with. Yes. <laughs> and the meme was the cookies are ready when the baby stops screaming. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's a and good. And then it said, "I like dark humor, but I think it's like Jesus Christ or yeah, something." That's, that's dark. That's what baby uh, <laughs> dead baby jokes are. They're not like puns. They're just they're disgusting. They're just gross and disturbing. You know, even too gross and disturbing for. And I'm podcasts. pretty sure the world can thank Chance. For all of these. Yeah, we had a former friend that uh, he brought. Yeah, he was the one that you know taught us about these. I'll, but, I have some examples. That, that, that's, that's one more thing to beep out. <laughs> I'll give some examples here. I def- some of them are like I said, they're too bad. Like I don't want to say them on our podcast, but here's some of the lesser ones. Like, how do you stop a baby from crawling around in circles? You nail its hand to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> how many dead babies does it take to paint a house? That depends on how hard you throw them. Uh, What's more fun than throwing a dead baby off a cliff? I like this one. Catching it with a pitchfork. I got two more. What's the difference between a dead baby and a trampoline? Well, you take your boots off for the trampoline. How do you keep your baby from exploding in a microwave? Well, you just poke some holes in it with a fork. But that's basically what they are. It's yeah. shock value. You and did, some you, of them you are. You didn't tell the joke though, the one that started it all, and I don't think we can say it on this podcast. You know what it is, right? I'm gonna try to remember it, and I'm just gonna say it anyway. Um, well, is it the apple one? Yes. Okay. What do you? No. No. What's the difference? You say it. I just go ahead and say it. What's the difference between an apple and a dead baby? That's right. Um, hold on. <laughs> I don't want to say this. You don't come on an apple before you take a bite out right. of it. Right. Yeah. The one, I, the other one I was thinking of was the, uh, what's noisy, pale, and like red all, what's noisy, shiny, pale, and red all over, something, something like that. I don't know that And one. the answer is a dying baby with forks sticking out of its eyes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That was the one that, that was like the first one I've ever heard. Yeah, they're pretty gruesome. Our, uh, Rich and I always have a thing about our phone conversations that, when the word fetus enters the conversation, it's time to hang the phone up. And it, it's a pretty good rule. All, all I advise all you to follow it. Yeah, like, the I conversation's would... not getting any better from there. Just, no, just no. go ahead and, and uh, call it a night. Go to bed. <laughs> do whatever. Yeah, that's a it's a pretty good rule. Uh, I got a weird uh, topic change for you. I think I think that the uh, the, the gloves are off for this yeah. episode. Uh, do you ever w- do you ever wake up with morning wood in like any awkward places? Did you ever, like, Usually, if I wake up somewhere awkward, it's because I'm drunk. Well, that's you know, 
and I'm not. I don't really have a morning wood. That's because I, I was thinking about uh, like all the times in your twenties. You know, you just wake up at places. You know, you're drinking and you just sleep wherever. I just think of like of all the couches I've slept on in, in my underwear, usually hungover. So you know, I'll, I usually I assume the alcohol, like also the alcohol, will keep it from going. You know, but yeah, it's, you're, you know, your blood's so but thin. I, no, my because my answer is not that I know of, but I'm sure there was a lot. I used to sleep over at like our friend Zach's house all the time. Yeah, you know, like right in their living room couch, and they they'd be up on the kitchen table. <clears> and I always wondered, like I never noticed it, but I you know I woke up I, in my underwear all the time, and I just think like I might have been having a leaning tower in my pants, and never I never heard anything, but I just I was just thinking about it a lot. Maybe a, a micro machine leaning tower. Yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> they pr- it pr- that's one thing about having you know being Irish. Is, at least it ain't that the, noticeable. Got the Irish curse. Yeah. I'm um, Polish. I think I'm supposed to be hung, but what a lie that turned out to be. Yeah. I think, well, you're Polish. You probably just misunderstood what the word hung meant. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I always thought, too. H- it, H- Hitler had a different idea of hanging Polish. Do you think <laughs> if, um, if like, we live right by the Belmont swimming pool complex. It's a big public pool. I thought if you worked at a concession stand at a public pool... That'd be so funny to crunch up and like spike Viagra. spike drinks with Viagra <laughs> at the pool and just give it to yeah pe- like people. That'd be weird, like little kids and stuff. But it would be you know, I don't know. I was, you just wouldn't care if you know. I would never work there because I'm a grown adult. But if I was a young teenager, and I guess you'd have to steal some off your grandparents. I guess either way, that'd be weird. Now you'd I mean you'd go to jail big time for it. You know, would just don't get caught. I don't know. But it would be pretty funny to see everyone like talking and running out of the pool. Uh, oh, there's a good burp. I was in the pool. Remember <laughs> that? The famous Seinfeld. I was in the pool. I could never get into that show that much. I, I can't. And it's and dumb. It, was, it was funny when I like watched it. It just, I don't know. When it's funny, it's funny. But you got to get through a lot of um, yeah, not funny stuff for the Yeah, it stuff. was more, you know, in the 90s, it was a little more adult humor. Damn it. it it's one of those where you got to kind of get the joke, you know? Yeah. If, you, if you took... What happened in that show, and like, it's real life stuff. Then it's mm-hmm. funny. Like just the stump. Like whenever uh, one of them dated the girl with man hands, and he, she was like cracking lobster or crab legs and her like big knuckles. That's funny. Speaking of knuckles, remember that time at Arby's and Butler? That woman with like the mustache and the hairy oh, knuckles. Oh yeah. That- she- she, she like she bumped my fresh curly fries with her hand, and I couldn't eat the first like four because I knew her knuckle hair dragged across them. And she was a Neanderthal. I'm pretty sure it was a her, and not like a he that wanted to be yeah, a her. Yeah, but I remember she had like a bit of a mustache. It was it was more than you and I had. We were like yeah. 19. Yeah, it was more she, than we had at the time. Yeah, she had more puberty than we. Probably did. like a Crosby playoff beard. Yeah, is what like she not had much, going on. but you know enough, way more than any female should have should have so. and if you do have that and you're a female i mean i mean bot, bot, shave your face i mean yeah give give it a give it a give it an attempt make an attempt it, exactly just make it like a, <laughs> look like you're just trying look in the mirror <laughs> like you look in the mirror you'll be like hey i have facial hair and i'm a female i, <laughs> I don't know i mean i don't i mean maybe if she you know if she's into girls or whatever but i mean even Lesbos are they into 
chicks with facial hair? Like, if just it, just date a guy then. If <laughs> <laughs> that's why I never got about lesbos. Like, yeah, they're, they're lesbos, but they always like strap on each other. It's like, aren't wouldn't she be able to save a step just by dating the guy? Yeah, he would have to strap one on. Let me know? do that. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of weird things like that. Like a lot of uh, I always think you see guys that date the or go for like the the trannies that are in, do the complete package. They're basically, you know. I don't. What is it? A, is it a case if you have a tranny that's everything girl, but they still have their dong? I think so. But now you have like, because they can get that. Well, they the, can get the dong reverted, like yeah, inverted. Yeah, there, there's there's pre-op and post-op. But I don't. So know. I, think I don't know if they're both still. So I don't get the trannies. point. So if you want to do like, that's the you, best of both worlds. They call it big tits, big dick. It's the best. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't, I, I and, you can't and you can't knock it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, that might be the. That's the only thing I can think of. Like for the, the girls that, or the guys that turn into a woman, and do do go like do the whole shebang, and then they date a guy. It's like why don't that guy be like? Then you're not gay. Just date a chick. Like if if you're dating a dude that looks like a chick and her, their dong's gone and there's a vagina. What's the point? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, it's a weird one. I don't want to know. I guess there's I don't. there's like lots of couples you see where like. The guy became a girl. The girl became a guy, and they date each other. It's yeah, like, I, uh, you know. I mean, I. I, I mean, whatever yeah. makes them happy. Yeah, but I just, said, you know, what? there's somebody for everybody. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> How about on that note? That'll be a good time to go to commercial break. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll reset our uh, we'll recalibrate. We're gonna our, reset our standards, and we're gonna raise the bar. We promise. Yeah, we're gonna come we're, back with some. Oh, we're gonna lower them. We're gonna but, come back with some intellectual talk. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll make up for all this lowbrow humor. <laughs> Bullshit. All right, commercial break. You're the boss of a successful business. You're the king of your castle. And now, you can be the king of the road in the four-wheel drive, full-size SUV, the all-new 2021 Oldsmobile Escobar. The Escobar absolutely obliterates the competition with unheard of luxurious features such as full massage seating, all gold, silver, and authentic ivory interior services, real zebra, tiger, or anaconda upholstery, numerous hidden compartments, and you'll feel absolutely confident with such safety features as run-flat tires, full bulletproof windows and armor plating, plus interior gun racks for assault rifles. Not to mention the Escobar's best feature, the respect you'll get from the peasants who could only dream of owning such a status symbol. So go ahead, indulge your every whim, and put an all-new Oldsmobile Escobar in your driveway today. Because as we like to say, give us luxury or give us death. When I was a child, I just couldn't get enough of being outside on a nice sunny summer day flying my kite. The weather and the wind were the best feelings in the world. Sadly, all too often, I was kiting by myself with no friends or family to enjoy it with. So it's with great enjoyment that not only do I get to pass on my love of kites onto my son, but I also know he'll never have to kite alone as long as he uses the all-new Key Kite! Made by Toy Corp, the Key Kite is the only kite that not only will children enjoy for hours on end, but your pet cats can enjoy it too. Simply strap the cat's front and rear paws onto the designated harnesses and watch Mitten's eyes light up as little Johnny sends him or her soaring through the air. 
They'll both just love it and they'll bond like never before. It's safe, family fun, and it could never be easier to operate. The Kitty Kite comes in many different shapes and sizes and it's an all-ages entertainment system. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. So don't just get any lame-ass kite. Get the Kitty Kite today. Because where there's wind, there's a wonderful time to be had. Toy Corp is not responsible for the death of any of your cats and all that stupid shit. Sometimes, nature calls in the most inconvenient of times and places. And public restrooms are not always where we need them when we need them the most. So what's one to do if a river of poo is about to break the dam, so to speak? Well, turn an emergency into an adventure with the all-new Backpack Pooper. Created by On The Join Incorporated, your number one company for number twos, the Backpack Pooper is cleverly designed to easily fold up into a convenient portable size and yet unfold into a full-sized adult-supporting toilet. The Backpack Pooper is a must-have when you're in a busy and crowded location. Restrooms fully occupied at the park? Backpack Pooper. Mountain pies making your bowels out of sorts at camp? Backpack Pooper. Don't want to lose your spot in line in your favorite amusement park? You guessed it, Backpack Pooper. It's simply a must-have tool and makes for a great gift idea. So go purchase a Backpack Pooper today while supplies last, or you'll forever be shit out of luck. All right. I am Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Okay, I don't You know. don't know that. No, yeah. I have no clue who that is. The I show think... Frasier. Oh. Yeah. I'm... I... You know what? I used to make fun of it, um, but I, I, uh, it was on Netflix, and I was binging it, but of course Netflix uh, took it off the air. But not a bad show. I watched it after Cheers, because Cheers, I binged it. Actually, a really great yeah, show. Yeah, I've, I've always... I've, especially the first two seasons. Yeah, I need to get into... You get a chance, binge it. It's it's really good. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do on this beer review here before I forget. Before, well, I drink the beer and then forget. So uh, I'm drinking a Stone... This is modern time. Oh, that's just a... Okay, Stone Brewery uh, Wizards and Gargoyles Hazy Coffee IPA. This is a beer I would have never have picked out myself because I think, like... I'm not a coffee drinker, so I think, like, uh, coffee and IPA wouldn't, wouldn't go together very good. But i got to tell you, it's pretty damn you good. You like it? Yeah, I actually been... Uh, it's Hey, it's been giving me good burps for the show. Yep. And the more I burp on the podcast... At the, the more we burp, the more they got to drink. That gives it... You know, that gives it uh, a point on my scale to go with there. So I would give this a... I can't give it a five. I'd give... Well, hold on. Let me see. Let me say where it's from, first of all. I like to be a little detailed on this. I'm kind of just looking at the artwork of the can and not... Um, so like I said... Oh, this is a... Cla- okay. This is a collaboration brew between Stone Brewery and Modern Times Beers. That's what okay. that Modern Times was for. It's uh, But it's, it says brewed and canned by Stone Brewing and... Escondido, California, and Richmond, Virginia. I uh, assume that one probably came from Virginia yeah. then. Seven percent alcohol. So I like I, anything with seven percent above. Extra gets little a little brownie yeah. point. I I, I you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna give it a five. Holy! I was gonna, you heard I, it here first. I give taste. <laughs> I've been giving fives out. You tell, here's why. I'll give it like taste is four. Been giving fives like Paul Schultz gives hand jobs. Yeah. But the combination of the burps and the higher alcohol and 
the collaboration brewing. I like collaboration. Two breweries coming together. Mm-hmm. I, it's a that's a good American success uh, the story. The coffee IPAs so, are good. It surprised me. So hey, I tell you what, I could put a hurting on it. You yeah, give me a twelve pack like the, of those. You like I the could... coffee IPAs. There's there's a lot of coffee IPAs out there. So yeah. just be careful because look at the ingredients because some of them include coconut and you don't want that in your beer. I like Speaking coconut of, candy, but not no, in my beer. Get coconut off the planet. It's time. Nobody's getting stuck on a deserted island anymore. Get coconuts out of here. I've been watching that um, damn treasure hunting show, the Oak Island. Is that good? It's. It's just lead, it, it's I, really procrastinating. Is it, it like really is it, it one of those shows where like they show like five minutes, then you do a three minute commercial, yeah. and they show like two and a half minutes yeah, you already saw it's, again. It's a half hour show stretched out to an hour. Yep, it's really fascinating, that. but you're better off to save like wait till half the season, you know, gets DVR'd and then go through and watch, you know, speed it up. But it is interesting. But the coconut things was the um, uh, their tunnels that they use for the water. To, like irrigation tunnels. Oops, sorry, just bumped the mic. They found, you know, however long it, they, you know, they don't know how old it was, but a lot of coconut fibers because uh, apparently, like, coconut fibers was good insulation or like waterproofing or something. That's it. That's all it was. So, which really is irrelevant for today. <laughs> Brett's going to the fridge. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oak Island. It's, it's a cool show. Um, yeah, check it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll tell you what. We might as well go to here. Each episode, we do a main topic, and today's main topic, I'm going to do a plug for the, it's a website. It's called IamBetterThanYourKids.com. <laughs> this website, now i seen it years ago, but I, well, I didn't know what it was called. I just remember I, I stumbled on a random website, and the premise of the website was a dude, I don't, I don't have the guy's name listed, but this guy worked at an office building, and every office cubicle, the people have... They have their kids' art pictures posted up. And children art is terrible because they're children and they're stupid. You know, they don't have even coordination. But a guy just was like, he's a comedian, clearly. But he said he was sick of seeing all these pictures. So he started, like, getting pictures of the... get Taking pictures with his phone or whatever he had at the time. Yeah, back then there was no... Yeah. And he was um, <clears throat> posting them up on a website. And he was just critiquing them and trash-talking them. <laughs> Because, you know, mostly, I assumed mostly to be, f- to be funny. But, uh, anyway, I, I didn't want, you know, recently I'm like, I wonder whatever happened to that site. So I, like, typed in bad kid art reviews or something. And I, I mean, first thing that came Was up on the Google, first one. <laughs> I mean, I, like, it might have been, like, top three or something. I don't know. Like, like the that's, most, but it was like, clearly the obvious one. So I clicked on it. And I actually seen some of the reviews that I remembered from way back then. And, it, you know, way more. So people probably sending him pictures and stuff, and he's reviewing them. It's pretty funny. Also on the website, you get to the top corner of the website, and you, there's like a little page, there's like a little thumbnail. You can scroll through. I only made it halfway through. There's like 40 pages of reviews. <laughs> so now, like, there's pictures of the drawings on the website, but here we can't. Right. You know, you can only hear us because you don't want to see us. Trust me. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. And like halfway through, he put in a. <clears throat> A big long page of, uh, you know, there's always parents don't get the jokes like this, like you know. So a guy had to send him this, a full page of word, you know, uh, just t- ripping into him, saying about how like you're too, you're immature. These are just kids. It's, you know, you ain't fair. Blah 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 blah. So the comedian guy that runs the page, 
he had like three page reply and it is so <laughs> funny and he just burnt the guy like big time you know good it's it great yeah so um and the reason we bring this up first of all go on i am better than your kids.com you can you'll see the pictures the, the, the kid drawings and read the guy's reviews it's a pretty funny site but of course we're going to save you some step here and me and Brett's going to read off some uh we're going to read off some <laughs> for you here so I'll start us off. Like I said, you can't see the pictures, obviously, but so just use your imagination. So this is his review to Megan, who's age four. He said, first of all, I don't even know what this is. If it's supposed to be a dog, then it's the shittiest dog I've ever seen. F. And he, get, you know, he grades them. He gives them all basically a letter F. I'll just read a few off here. <laughs> so he said one to Kyle, age eight. First off, you spelled America wrong, asshole. Also, I could have sworn America's colors were red, white, and blue. There's no yellow anywhere, you fucking traitor. <laughs> F. And Talisa, age six, he said, Holy shit, I almost had a seizure when I saw this one. Three words, too many colors. Also, eggs aren't supposed to have ears, dipshit. <laughs> F. <laughs> Your turn, Brett. You could read a few. I don't, have the, I don't have the grades, but I got Caden, age six. <clears throat> I'm definitely sure this doesn't qualify as art. What I'm not sure... <laughs> what I'm not so sure about is whether this jumbled collection of paint <laughs> smears in lines even qualifies as garbage. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> he really ripped Caden up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets the town on these kids. I, you know, the kids are obviously are never gonna hear this, but Seamus, age four. Who names their kids Seamus? Yeah, that's who knows. And on the sixth day, God took a break and didn't feel like making anything. Out of sheer boredom and apathy, he said, "Let there be Seamus," and there was Seamus, the pointy-headed, lumpy, stick-horned mess. Good enough, God said, and called it a day. I'm guessing he drew a picture of <laughs> yeah, himself. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was lousy. <laughs> All right, we got Megan, age seven. This is a shitty illustration and a poorly written story. Yet the message is an important one. He who has the money gets to decide where to go on vacation. Seems fair. Too bad the execution was so shitty. I was about to give you a C, but instead, you get an F. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll read a few here. Um, so, Brett, this one you've heard before. This is the classic. This is the one that got me onto the website to oh, begin with. I so, know what it is. This is to John, age eight. Ding, ding. Here comes the shipmobile. I've never seen a fire truck that needed to be shaved. I would rather be burned to death then be saved by this hairy piece of shit. F. <laughs> it's funny because he was trying to, like, illustrate the light blinking or the oh, horn honking, yeah. and it looked like strings of hair. Yeah, it was terrible. It. Um, <laughs> so to Rachel, age seven, he wrote, That's interesting. Everyone in this picture is white. Even the rainbow is white. <laughs> Perhaps in an... In, geez, that's hard to say. Perhaps in an ideal world... Everyone would be white. Isn't that right, Rachel? Or should I call you racist? <laughs> nice try, Hitler. F. <laughs> okay. Now the Jason, age six, he wrote. This one would receive an A, 
if the assignment was to throw as much random shit onto a paper as poorly as you can. I've pissed patterns in snow that looked more coherent than this. F. <laughs> Here's Lynn, age seven. And it's funny because how's a seven-year-old supposed to... I can already see the picture by how he depicts this. <laughs> Where's the flamingo's reflection, dumbass? <laughs> Is he a vampire? And if so... Is the rock he's standing on also a vampire? Because neither have reflections. And while we're at it, the dinosaur looks like a probacatrosis? What? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Which lived in the early <laughs> Cretaceous period. The ancestors of flamingos didn't exist until the late Eocene. I can't read these words. Like, and he called her a fucking tool, <laughs> and dinosaurs didn't have hair on their heads like humans. Fuck you. I want to see this picture. <laughs> you have to go to the website. And Apparently, check it out. what I'm getting, what happened is, she drew a flamingo on a rock on like a lake, and there's no Some reflection. And apparently there's dinosaurs wearing wigs in the background. Yeah, it must be like there was other birds. That's, just... that's like vintage Bob Ross. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Madeline, age seven. I am a brilliant critic, not only for my prose, but because I can decipher garbage like this. It's a scene with a lifeguard at the beach. My questions are, why is the parking lot floating in the air? Why is it even in the scene? How is it relevant to anything? And why is there a speech bubble next to the lifeguard if the text is hovering outside of it? <laughs> oh, I remember that picture. Yeah, it was. <laughs> why is it the entire scene two-dimensional? Is the lifeguard sitting on a pool? Or does he have a long penis? So many questions, so little talent. So many of these pictures have like big phallic dick things on them. They're like really look like dicks too. Just really like just, and they're not intentional. They're little kids just messing up. But man, is they like this? This guy's a genius. Yeah, <laughs> we did get him on the podcast. Okay, I got three more to read. I'm gonna read two, and I'm gonna save the best one for last. Ah, okay. This is for Kelly, age nine. This was a Christmas gift from Kelly to her parents. Good job, Kelly. Now pack up your shit and find a. <laughs> Find a foster home. <laughs> Hold on. If my kids tried to pass this off as a gift, they'd come home from school and find all their shit outside in a box. What a lousy gift. Seriously. You give them video games and toys, and they give you some half-ass drawing with a crooked tree. <laughs> I wonder how much a gift like this would set someone back. Five, maybe ten minutes to find a napkin and some markers. <laughs> it's like really dark. Okay, and to Olivia, age six. What dad would want this? Also, if your dad owns a shirt that says, no, I will not fix your computer, take the hint. And in case you still don't get it, the hint is to run away from home. <laughs> you have, you got I have left. one more left. So let, read let, your... let, let me do, I got two left. Read them off and then. This one's pretty funny. This is Jared, age five. Well... For a piece titled, I Can Wipe <laughs> I Can Wipe Myself, <laughs> you clearly proving your point by wiping your ass with this canvas. <laughs> Give us that, he can wipe his own ass! 
Okay, and I got Hannah, age five. <laughs> why is God shorter than you? <laughs> and why? <laughs> and why is he wearing a cabby hat? Why are there so many fucking hearts everywhere? The creator of the universe has better things to do than to listen to another shitty hot cross buns performance on a recorder. You're five. Get over yourself. Bitch. That's also starting to taste better and better. He drew a picture of God and he critiqued it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now this picture is from George W. Bush, age 66. What? <laughs> it was like George Bush had a... He had a picture he did posted up of a dog or something. Or, I don't know. I forget what it was. And he says... Wow, George, I'm blown away by your inability to grasp a single consistent perspective in this painting. I can't tell whether the dogs are floating, laying down, or possibly even falling. In any event, terrible. That's all it was. But it was just funny that it was just, I had to put that one of them was Georgia Bushes on that website. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I just, I'm glad I don't see the pictures. Cause yeah. My mind can make up what the pictures are. I didn't even make it halfway through, so there might be some funny reviews. And obviously with the pictures. I mean, some the one picture, the review wasn't that good. The review was like, dude, you're 15. You didn't even just do, you know, grow up or something. Like, by 15, you should be like a little coherent. Like, it's understandable that these kids aged, you know, 4 to 9 or whatever are bad. But by... This kid's picture at f age 15 was either trying to be as crappy as possible, or this kid has a severe, like, dyslexia or something. It, it was I, horrible. I'm, I'm ashamed, because if you saw me try to draw anything... But I'm ever, telling you, I'm you bad. could not do as bad as him. Like, you couldn't do... Like, it was so I bad. Know, I could probably do... I can't even draw a stick figure after being proportional, so... <laughs> it, that was half of it was, like, it was so out of... I remember the neck was as, like, long as the body. You know, <laughs> things like that. Like, just not... Like, well, maybe he was drawing that country where they stretched their necks out. It could be. Uh, India or something. Yeah, why the hell? Why would you do that? I don't know. Like, what are you trying to prove by stretching your neck? Or or disking your lip? What are you yeah. trying to prove? Or, for Americans, gauging their ears. They're what prepping are you them to, to deep prove? throat, so stretch the neck and... Uh, Alright. I mean, hell, that about wraps this episode up. Yeah, short and sweet. Yeah. Um... I'll go on to a band review here. So, this is a new band, and I'll be honest with you. I didn't listen to the whole album yet. I listened to about four songs, and they were pretty cool. The band is called Ritual Earth, and their album title is just... I don't know if this means anything. It's just like MMXX. I don't know. If, I don't think there's Roman numerals with M's or something. I don't know. Or I, somebody might hear that and be like, "Oh, that means something somewhere." Like I don't know. Or maybe only the band knows. I don't know. If you do, but, log onto the Facebook page and tell us about it. Yeah, they're just uh, just a rock modern, uh, not quite a stoner rock band. They're kind of grungier sounding, but just a. Uh, I wouldn't say hard rock. Just 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 a classic, not classic, like early '90s sounding rock band. I guess is what I'd call it. They're pretty cool, so check them out. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like it's up my alley, so. Yeah. Yeah, might be. Probably not. But <laughs> Most of my bands are here. I I try to find more metal bands that... I'm just growing out of metal. Uh. 
But, uh, All right, so that uh, that wraps us up, eh? Yeah, any, I don't know. Nothing else. Anything else to end on you can think of? I'm pretty... Um, yeah, give us... One random joke out of the book that I haven't read yet, so I, I like apologize. It. All right. Okay, this one's this long, this one's this long. Leave that's on. What, uh, that's what she said. My reading skills suck. It's all right. To celebrate their seventh wedding anniversary, a man and his wife spend the weekend at an exclusive golf resort. He is a pretty good golfer, but she only a beginner. When they head down to the golf course after a lavish lunch and a bottle of champagne, they notice a beautiful mansion and a couple of hundred yards behind the first hole. Let's be extra careful, honey, the husband says. If we damage that house over there, it'll cost us a fortune. The wife nods, tees off, and bang. Sends the ball right through the window of the mansion. Jesus Christ, the husband says. I told you to watch out for that house. All right, let's go up there, apologize, and see what the damage is. They walk up to the house and knock on the door. Come on in, a voice in the house says. <coughs> the couple opens the door and enter the foyer. There's a foyer. It's French. The living room is a mess. There are pieces of glass all over the floor in a broken ball near the window. A man sits on the couch. When the couple <coughs> enter the room, he gets up and says, Are you the guys who just broke the window? Um, yeah, the husband replies. Sorry about that. Not at all. It's me who has to thank you. I'm a genie and was trapped in that bottle for a thousand years. You've just released me. To show my gratitude, I'm allowed to grant each of you a wish. But I'll require one favor in return. Really, that's great, the husband says. I want a million dollars a year for the rest of my life. No problem. That's the least I can do. And you? What do you want? The genie asks, looking at the wife. I want a house in every country of the world, the wife says. The genie smiles. Consider it done. And what's this favor we must grant in return, Jeannie, the husband asks. Well, since I've been trapped in that stupid bottle for the last thousand years, I haven't had sex with a woman for a very long time. My wish is to sleep with your wife. The husband scratches his head, looks at the wife, and says, Well, we did get a lot of money in all these houses, honey. So I guess I'm fine if it's alright with you. The genie and the wife disappear in a room upstairs and make love for an hour. While the husband stays in the living room. When they are done, the genie rolls over, looks at the wife, and asks, How old exactly is your husband? 31, she replies. And he still believes in genies? That's amazing. I kind of knew that was going to go there as soon <laughs> yeah. as... As soon as... <laughs> yeah, that's a good... That's why we proofread stuff. good enough. That's a good, good way to end a podcast. So... Uh, you guys got to give us, you know, more to talk about. So we don't got to talk about yeah. the baby jokes. Hey, if you have any fucking and, topics. And, and uh, full disclaimer, we, we both do not support killing babies. We do support jokes about dead babies, though. If there's a funny pun or a ba- dead baby joke to be had from it, if it happens, you know. You got to look at the silver lining and things. Yeah, yeah. We're cup of dead baby blood half full on podcast creation. All right, podcastration. Till next time. That was our show, and now we gotta run.